Hi, and welcome to FAC, a podcast for people who know what it's like to work hard all week and want nothing more than an honest drink, Friday after Cube. This is Adam. And this is Asher, and we want to remind you, please drink responsibly and recycle your cans and bottles. I see you brought some special beer in honor of Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, it's called um, Acolecto. It's a blue aguave-infused beer that was aged in uh, tequila barrel staves. Wow. It's a pretty good beer. Yeah, I... And we're not just saying that because they're sponsoring us. They're actually not sponsoring us. It's just a really good beer. I'm glad that it caught your eye and you picked it out because I agree. It's, it's pretty sweet, but... But it's solid beer. It's a good beer. Like it's not overly sweet, just the right amount, which is uh, my favorite part about it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Very hello. drinkable. Yeah. Maybe the only downside, the size. <laughs> it's a huge size. We had to split it. Twenty-five fluid ounces for one person is. You cool. definitely start feeling it. Yeah, it's quite a lot when you're already planning on drinking some cocktails. <laughs> Speaking of cocktails, and now we're doing cocktails for Cinco de Mayo. Uh, maybe talk about a little history of Cinco de Mayo. Please tell me more, because I learned from you today that my perception of it was incorrect. Really? What was your perception of it? Well, I thought that it was a Mexican independence day. Oh, that's incorrect. I mean, it's commonly mistaken to it. But on a side note, Mexican Independence Day is September 15th. <laughs> so Cinco de Mayo is a holiday primarily observed in both the U.S. and Mexico to commemorate the unlikely victory of the Mexican army over the French forces. You're probably wondering, why are the French in Mexico? Oh, why not? What, why not? That's, I don't know. That's probably the reason. I really have no idea why we're the French in Mexico. So um, a little bit of history. The French forces occupied Mexico right after the uh, Mexican-American War in order to get Mexico to pay its foreign debts. Well, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so... You uh, loan somebody some money, they don't don't pay pay. you back, you get some muscle, you go, you take care of it. That's exactly how the French were thinking. But um, a war broke out between these two nations, and eventually Mexico won. The Battle at Puebla was one of the more important victories for the uh, Mexican government. Uh, Also, interesting fact, during this time, America was involved in its own civil war, and a lot of European nations were sympathetic to the Confederate cause. Just Europe, to, yeah. Come on. Just to have another like a power in the um, um, Americas. It's been said that the French have the French been successful in their war with Mexico. They may have allied with the Confederates, and the Civil War may have ended differently. I, for one, am glad that it didn't. Yeah, I'd say it's a pretty important celebration in America's history as well as Mexico's. Well, with that newfound knowledge, I think we should celebrate. Yeah, some drinks for dishonor or for his victory drinks to honor the victory all right so what's our first drink so our first drink is the tnt tri nitro toluene not exactly but i will say the tnt it's dynamite (laughs) okay so now bad explosive jokes aside what is the tnt the tnt tequila and tonic oh i like tonic i like tonic too as we like as you can probably know from previous episodes gin and tonic is a favorite of ours Definitely true. Yeah. History-wise, I wasn't able to find much on the TNT. My guess is that um, they took the GNT recipe and adapted it to include the local spirit, which is a silver tequila. Makes sense. I mean, if yeah. you got it on hand, might as well give it a whirl in a classic cocktail. Yeah, see how it turns out. So I guess that's what we'll be doing. All right. Let's go so for it. Let's, uh, let's make ourselves some TNT. All right. So the FBI, fir- if you're listening, this is not 
bomb making. We are just drinking. So the first thing we'll need is highball glasses, which Check. we got, and we fill them up with ice. Okay, excellent. First thing we'll do is put two dashes of bitters in there. All right. Well, those are some excellent dashes. Very excellent dashes, I think so. What kind of bitters are we using? Anglosora bitters. Okay, so just your typical... Just the typical bitters. I mean, pretty common bitter. Mm. So, all right, cool. Uh, After that, uh, I'm guessing there's some tequila in this? Tequila. One part tequila, actually. All right, well, let's give it a pour in. And you could probably guess what the next ingredient is. Well, I hope it's tonic. It is tonic. Two parts tonic. All right, so... Let's run down that recipe one more time. Uh, we'll need a highball full of ice, two dashes of bitters, one part silver tequila, two parts tonic water. And do we have a garnish on this? We do, actually. Okay. A lemon wedge. Let's grab one. All right. Squeeze the juice in. and stick Ooh, A little in. extra citrus. Yeah. All right. And then perch uh, on the glass. Per exactly. Never mind. It's going in the glass. It's going in the glass. And then last step, let's get a little stir. Mix all the ingredients together. Now that we have our drinks, shall we? Well, let's do it. Cheers. Salute. Salute. You know, that was better than I expected. Me too. Tequila is not my favorite yeah, spirit. Yeah, I, I probably should have let the listeners know. I really don't like tequila at all. I think that's been mentioned before. Yeah. But a brief reminder is always in order on this show. Mm -hmm. But this It's not my out. favorite either. It this is well. darn good. Yeah, it works really well. I mean, you get the citrus up front, mm. and, you know, it. it's nice, but the bitters kind of hides that part of the tequila that I'm not mm. so fond of. It's just kind of, I always find tequila to be a little harsh for me. It and, is, but, like, it does hide the harshness of it, but you can still taste the um, um, tequila flavor, I guess, mm -hmm. but not the harsh portion of it. Yeah, I agree, yeah. and maybe we're just drinking good enough tequila that it's not harsh. I think so. Let's hope so. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> But uh, yeah, this was this was good. Surprisingly good, I gotta say that. I do really like the the bitters in there. Mm -hmm. I think without them, you'd be relying too much on the citrus and the tonic to kind of overpower the tequila if that's not your flavor of choice. And I think the bitters just kind of brings it all together. Mm -hmm. That's true. Uh, speaking of which, the gin and tonic, which is a variation of this drink, I kind of want to try it with bitters actually. I could see that. Yeah, yeah just to I see how it turns would, it out. I just think that would change it up a, just a little bit, yeah. and probably, maybe not for the better, because I do love a gin and tonic. But it's worth trying. You know, out, it I would be a, it would be a nice change of pace. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, well. Okay. This was so, a good drink. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. And uh, definitely a Mexican inspired drink, as yeah. we learned from one of our previous episodes. Tequila can only really be made in Mexico. Near the city of tequila. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because otherwise it's just known as mezcal. Correct. Yeah. Which is basically the same drink. Basically the same thing. Maybe people tequila might have a different variation of it. Oh, I'm sure there's a better. <laughs> or that's what they'll tell you. That's what they probably will tell us that. So, anyway, this... This was good. I well, liked it. I gotta say, though, too. So, Adam, what drink did you choose for us today? Well... When I think Cinco de Mayo and Mexico, I really think of kind of one drink in particular, and it's a little classic. It's not the tequila sunrise. Um, what I think of is 
the original margarita. The original. I kind of had a feeling you would choose that. Well, it's just it's so expected. It's and uh, I, yeah. If as you, much as I try not to be expected, this. If you were to like, um, I don't know, think of a cocktail that tequila comes in, margaritas first one. That always, is so. the top of my list as well. Yeah, and you know, not not really a a bad drink in and of itself. <laughs> I At disagree. Times. I'm not a fan oh. of margaritas. Uh oh. So, well, we'll see. We'll see if it's this. It's been a while since I had it. I'll give it a chance. We'll see if this classic one can uh, change your mind All right. or affirm your displeasure with it. Let's try it out. So, I mean, the margarita it sounds like a historical drink. I'm sure there, there's some history behind it. It seems like a classic there, cocktail. There is some history behind it. The origin of the margarita is highly contested, to say the least. Multiple uh, people are claiming that they made it. Yes, they are. Strongest claim, according to Mexico's official news agency, Notamex, is that the margarita was created in the El Paso Juarez area at Tommy's Place Bar on July 4th, 1942, by Francisco Pancho Morales. Morales later left bartending in Mexico to become a U.S. citizen, where he worked as a milkman for 25 years. Fun fact that has nothing to do with the margarita. However, <laughs> claims of its creation range all along the U.S.-Mexico border region, from Tijuana with a story of a drink made for a dancer who was allergic to many spirits but not to tequila, to Galveston, Texas, where it was created for a singer and supposedly named after the Spanish version of her name. Margarita, which I'm guessing. Correct. Her name was Margaret. Oh, okay. Well, there's something new. To it simply being a popular American drink, the Daisy, remade with tequila instead of brandy. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. And this creation myth was that the Daisy transformed into the margarita when Prohibition struck and people traveled across the border to get some alcohol, thus changing the brandy to tequila. Oh, because of the local spirit they had in Hannah. Interesting. Yes. That's uh... Not only is the location uncertain, but the timeline as well. Mm. One account from 1936 states Iowa newspaper editor James Graham finding a margarita while in Tijuana, while others state it wasn't created until 1961 that's, at a party in Houston, Texas. That's kind of late, actually, because originally I would think in that early uh, 20th century. Right. Me too. 1961, that's very somewhat recent if you think about it yes mm -hmm. as you can tell the origin of the classic mexican-american cocktail is quite convoluted i don't know these these days some kind bold of, claims some bold and claims, yeah. a, a broad timeline and area to cover <laughs> though that latest claim seems a little shoddy since it was esquire magazine's drink of the month for december 1953 i want to a little shoddy it's Pretty shy. Esquire yeah, completely has made up. Oh yeah, this is in print eight years beforehand. Clearly, dude at a party did not create the margarita. No, he has no he claim. claim. Straight liar. <laughs> Either way, it has worked its way into the American culture and is enjoyed by millions around the world each year. I can believe that statement. It's a very popular drink, not in the not in just America, but I've seen it throughout, even traveling throughout Europe and other places of the world. True. Mm -hmm. Heck, it's even got its own national day. That's pretty impressive. Indeed it is. In case you're wondering, that's on February 22nd. <laughs> national Margarita Day. Enjoy. So, that was a lot of history, actually. Shall we make a drink? Let's I'm do. I'm curious. 
Okay, so for the margarita, you're going to want a margarita glass. Wait, what's a margarita glass? Well, your typical margarita glass looks like an inverted sombrero. Inverted on a stem. sombrero on a stem. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just a stepped like martini glass. However, in my research, I found that it's also very acceptable, especially if you're doing a margarita on the rocks like we are, that you use a rocks glass. So that's what we'll be doing today. That's interesting. I've never seen it made with a, a rocks glass. It's always the um, margarita glass. Well, this is different. Some people like their sombreros upside down. <laughs> oh, what can I say? Anyway, now that we have the glass selected, the recipe for ours is as followed. What you're going to want to do is combine these ingredients in a shaker with ice. Two ounces silver tequila, one ounce fresh lime juice, three quarter ounces Cointreau, and then you're going to shake vigorously and strain into an ice-filled glass and garnish. Sounds pretty simple enough. Let's, uh, let's do it. I'm a little nervous about the order in which it tells you to garnish. If you're going to salt the rim, you probably want to do that first. Probably that's a good idea before pouring the drinks in. Indeed. So mm. we'll shake the drink out, let it settle, salt the rim, and then pour. Works for me. Let's go for it. Here's the ice. Mm. Okay, now we'll add the two ounces of tequila, the ounce of lime juice, and three quarter ounces Cointreau. Cap and shape. Vigorously, right? Vigorously. Oh, now that's all shaken up. Let's let it sit in there. We'll let it, those flavors combine while we take a lime wedge and rub it around the rim of the glass to get the glass rim wet with the lime juice. Once you have the rim wet, dunk it in a plate of salt to get a salted rim. Excellent. Try out this one. Oops. Perfect. Yeah. Turn it better than expected. And then... Might as well use that lime just to garnish. Set it on the edge of your glass. Or in the glass. In the glass works too, I think. So now that we have our garnishes in place, let's pour over ice mm -hmm. and sample. So Adam, have you had a margarita made like this before? I have not. Neither have I. The margaritas I've had were made from uh, pre-made mixes. So I am curious about this. Uh, how it will differ? How it will differ. As I said earlier, I don't like margaritas, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Shall All we? right, let's do. Salutes or salutes. Too much salt <laughs> on the rim. I really don't ever need salt on the rim of my margaritas. Um, because that's like all I'm tasting. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> yes, I mean, that's um, the salt is pretty strong right now. I don't like to put too much on there. But um, I don't think I'm a fan of margarita still. It's just I get the tequila harshness still coming Ooh. through. On second sip, I'm going to disagree. Mm. Now, I know that I like tequila better than you, but mm. I really think that you get a lot of that lime flavor. You get just that hint the Cointreau, 
you know, a nice little burst of that orange liqueur coming through. Mm -hmm. And it all kind of works together. I like this a lot more than the mixes. Those okay. always seem so fake and sugary. And hmm. this just has a nice, a nice citrus burst. Okay. I mean, there's definitely still the tequila there. Yeah. And if you really don't like tequila, I don't think there's any way around I that. I guess for and you me, you won't like this drink. Yeah. But if you don't mind tequila, I would be in that boat. Yeah. For this me, this is a really I... nice example of a tequila beverage for me i just taste the tequila like i know you taste everything else the lime the cointreau but i just for me it's just a tequila that's coming through and if it's not tequila it's easy it's, it's easy when you don't like something to pick it out uh, isn't it because i don't like seafood at all <laughs> and it could be just like the smallest hint of it and to me it i might as well be like guzzling the ocean or something i mean it's <laughs> awful yeah but then, like the drink I made earlier, the TNT, I like that more. I think the bitters helped out. Maybe adding bitters to the margarita. Would that be your addition to the margarita timeline? I think so. I would try that. I mean, it could fail completely. But you got the bitters right here. Pour some in your drink. Let's see. On the fly recipe manipulation. I'll give it a little stir too. Probably a good idea. Hmm. I'm not sure that this helped looking at your face <laughs> well i guess i'm still going for like the the, uh, the salt garnish i'm still tasting that yeah that's not good um, it's pretty health it's a pretty healthy do you want to try that serving of salt sure yeah. i'll give it a whirl what do you think Ooh. yeah it's still pretty salty yeah. <laughs> um you do get a definite aroma from the bitters yep i can definitely smell that that I mean, comes through angostura isn't aromatic bitters it says so on the bottle mm -hmm. but right when you raise that glass to take a drink you really get a a whiff of the bitters and i mean the way that your scent and taste senses are so intertwined sometimes that that really could have a pretty strong effect on on the flavor of the drink i think so too yes yeah, but that, still don't like it. I still don't like it. <laughs> okay. It won't be my drink of choice, actually. Or... Would you pick either of these? Just like if you were out? The TNT, yes. You would go, You would order it at a bar? People look at me weird, but oh. if I if tequila was the only thing there, I'd be like, yep, a TNT. Okay, well, if you had to drink tequila, now you have a and tequila I drink. have a drink, yes. Well, I hope you're never in those dire straits. Yeah, so I can't ever go to Mexico, is that what you're saying? That is not what I'm saying. <laughs> There are plenty of other drinks in Mexico. They actually have a fine selection of beers. That's true. But if it wants something like hard alcohol. It's imported, bro. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's probably... Well, I know there's Mexican brandies. Oh, oh. There's a... That's solid. I can always try a Daisy. You could try a Daisy <laughs> or a Mexican sidecar. That's true. Oh, sidecar. So delicious. <laughs> anyway... Variations on the margarita that we made are probably fairly obvious, but you can have a frozen margarita. Mm -hmm. You could have a margarita that's flavored with something other than lime. Other fruit flavors are pretty common. Strawberry. Strawberry. Yeah. Mango. Yep. <laughs> you could have a Corona Rita. I've seen those, actually. Which is a margarita with a Corona beer turned upside down in it so that while you drink the margarita, the Corona 
drains into the margarita glass. So the Corona is basically used as a garnish. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying it is a Corona garnish. <laughs> and chaser. Creative way to use a Corona. I gotta say that. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Well, I mean, most people put limes in them. You mm-hmm. might as well just add some tequila and salt and a little uh, triple sec, and there you oh, go. Good, yeah. I don't. I've I've seen them. I've seen them at bars. I've seen people drinking them. I've never tried it. I'm. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to try. You're it. not tempted, but I've, I've seen people try them. So that's. I always think to myself, that's a lot of alcohol, probably. Because in addition to probably the you have a Corona. It too. probably is. Mm-hmm. Uh, as mentioned before, the Daisy and maybe even um, a Limerita. Uh, the Limerita, it's too sweet for me. Oh, so sweet. Too sweet. So sweet. Too sweet. Not, not my favorite. Anyway, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up our drinks for Cinco de Mayo. I mean, we have had a beer, mm-hmm. which has some agave infusion. It's uh, aged on barrel staves. I mean, that's that's pretty pretty fancy beer. It's pretty yeah. We've had the TNT, which is not a bomb, <laughs> but still dynamite. It 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 really was pretty dynamite. <laughs> I like the drink. It was it was good. It was. We've had a classic on-the-rocks margarita served in a rocks glass. Can't get much more rocky than that. Nope, not at all. And then we had an Asher variation on the classic margarita by throwing in some bitters. And I thought that was pretty good. Uh, Asher still didn't like the margarita. I'd suggest uh, listeners try it out. I mean, it's different. Yeah, have yourself an Asherita. (laughs) That's a good name for it. Copyright. (laughs) Anyway, all of our episodes can be found on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. Search for Friday After Cube. Yeah, subscribe, share, and rate us highly so we can keep making these shows. Yeah, because it'd be good if someone's listening while we carry on about yeah. this stuff. Also rate, too, because it actually matters in iTunes. Yes, it does. It does actually matter. Yes, it does. <laughs> you may follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Friday After Cube. And please like our Facebook page to become a lifetime member of the Cube Corps. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea. I think so, too. Bad. Really good idea after having a couple tequila shots. Well. Or margaritas. Hey, who knows? <laughs> if you're a Cube Core member, we might have a margarita with you. Yes. Music was played by Vanessa. Our logo was created by Siri. Production equipment was provided by Adam's Muse, Danielle. Muse now? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Since I'm not very creative, that's probably not saying like great things about her, but she's awesome. Hopefully she just heard the she's awesome part. Let's hope so. Yeah. Either way, she puts up with me, and that takes a lot. <laughs> and she provided production equipment. <laughs> That's a lot, too. So, she's the muse. <laughs> As always, please drink responsibly. Recycle those beverage containers and enjoy your Friday after you. Salud. Salud. I wish we had ACDC playing TNT right now. Yeah. Dynamite.